desk chapter 12. Instead of going straight home after school that day, I took the long way back, stopping at various restaurants. I was collecting brochures for the front desk. Mr. Yao may be an unbelievable cheapskate, but there were some free things we could do to spruce up this place, like putting flyers out for local establishments or collecting customers' mailing addresses, which I'd already started doing. Anytime a customer checked in, I asked them for their home address, so if they left something behind, I could mail it back to them. I was in the middle of sorting through the mountain of brochures and menus when a slightly disheveled-looking white man walked up and tapped on the glass. He was tapping furiously, like it was an emergency, so I buzzed him in. That was when it hit me, the sour stench of sweat and alcohol. My throat tightened as the wave of sting crashed into the room. The man was completely drunk. I shouldn't have buzzed him in. I need a room, he slurred, stumbling towards me. He studied himself by holding onto the front desk with both hands. Give me a room. Uh, I need to go get my parents. Wait right here, I told him, desperate to get away from this guy. As I hope, as I hopped off the stool, I realized, wait a minute, I can't leave him here. He could reach over and take all of the cash from the cash drawers. He had to go back out. Actually, um, can you wait outside? I asked timidly. He did not like the sound of that. The man turned to me with his bloodshot eyes and pounded his hands on the counter. What did you say? He bellowed. My mind was racing. I could probably still get out of there if I let him stay inside. But then what about the cash? Please, sir, I tried again. I just need you to wait outside. Why? Why can't I stay in here? He demanded. You just can't, I shouted. I glanced out the window, searching for my parents, but they were still upstairs cleaning. Suddenly, he grabbed me by my shirt. Are you jerking me around, kid? Are ya? No, sir. I shook my head from side to side. His rancid breath stung my eyes. With my fingers, I tried to reach for the phone, but his grip on my shirt was too tight. Please calm down, I pleaded with him. I thought maybe I could distract him with all my restaurant brochures. Hey, are, are you hungry? I have a bunch of menus. I don't want to see some menu, he screamed into my face. I want a motel room. The next thing I knew, he pounded the counter so hard, the wood nearly chipped. I screamed. Tears streamed down my eyes. Through the blur of my tears, I saw a figure running outside, banging on the front office door. It was Hank. Quickly, I reached down and pressed on the buzzer. Hank stormed inside. What is going on in here? What are you doing? Hank hollered at the drunk man. Let her go. The drunk man instantly dropped his hands and I gasped for air like I'd been holding my breath for the entire time. Hank raised his fist. Get out of here before I call the cops, he yelled. The drunk man dragged himself out of the front office, muttering under his breath. She was jerking me around, man. When he finally disappeared around the corner, Hank turned to me. Are you all right? He asked. I shook my head. I lifted the divider and collapsed into his arms. I clung to him and cried, shaking with fear, blind with gratitude. What would have happened to me had Hank not come in? The thoughts crushed a, the thoughts crushed a breath out of me. Shh, it's okay, Hank comforted me, patting my arm. But it wasn't okay. I thought I could make the front desk better with all my spare keys and my comment cards. But no card in the world could protect me from what I've been avoiding since day one. One wrong buzz and it was all over. This was not just fun and games. This was truly dangerous.